The Boston Bruins are facing elimination tonight in Game 6 against the Carolina Hurricanes. And while it appears as though Hampus Lindholm will be back in the lineup, the big question is, who comes out? Mike Riley or Matt Grizzlick? Let's talk about it on today's episode of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome back to the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Thursday, May 12th, and I really hope this isn't the last time I get to preview a game here during the 2021-2022 season. But that is the case, possibly, as the Bruins are facing elimination down 3-2 against the Carolina Hurricanes in their first round playoff series. First, I want to thank you for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast free and available on all platforms, including YouTube. So whatever podcast app you use, please do hit that subscribe button. Each new episode will be automatically added to your feeds for you to download, listen, and enjoy, and also watch on YouTube. If you want to follow along on Twitter, you can find the podcast at LockedNHLBruins. Same on Instagram, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets, at Ian C. McLaren. So Hippus Lindholm has missed the past three games after suffering an upper body injury in Game 2 against Carolina, uh, thanks to a heavy, clean hit by Andrei Svechnikov. And he is likely to play tonight in Game 6. Bruce Cassidy said on Wednesday he anticipates Lindholm will play. They'll have a better idea here this morning when they gather for the morning skate, but he should be good to go. Charlie McAvoy back in the lineup. There's some decisions that have to be made on the back end. Uh, obviously, Brandon Carlo is going to stay in the lineup. Derek Forbort and Connor Clifton have played well together. Uh, Clifton scored the only goal for the Bruins Tuesday night in Game 5. Forbort, of course, a shot-blocking machine on the penalty kill. For what they've been asked to do, they have delivered, and they've done their part, Cassidy said. So what they're going to talk about is whether Matt Grizzlick or Mike Riley will come out of the lineup. Uh, what they're going to talk about, Cassidy said, is with Lindholm going in, because he adds some elements that Grizzlick and Riley bring, they want to make sure they have the best possible lineup. So the decision will have to be which of those two comes out. Now, if you look at the uh, stats for the series, both Riley and Grizzlick are positive possession players at 5-on-5. Five five. Riley with a 56.79 shot attempt differential. He's been on the ice for 46 shots. Attempts for the Bruins, 35 against. 
Matt Grizzlick just slightly behind at 55.63, 89 shot attempts for, 71 against. When it comes to shots, similar, Mike Riley slightly ahead of Grizzlick, ranking third on the Bruins. Where the big difference comes into play is actual goals scored, 5 on 5, when these two players are on the ice. For Mike Riley, he's been on the ice for two goals for, one goal against. He leads the way with a 66.67 goals for percentage for the Boston Bruins at 5 on 5. Matt Grizzlick, however, two goals for, six against while he's on the ice. That's the most among all Bruins defensemen. Six goals allowed at even strength while he's on the ice. That's a 25% goal differential. I should add, Brandon Carlo, he's been on the ice for zero goals for at 5-on-5, five, five goals against. He's got a zero goal differential. Expected goals, Mike Riley has the edge as well over Matt Grizzlick, so it really seems as though it will be Matt Grizzlick who takes a seat over Mike Riley. So we're looking at probably maybe Riley, McAvoy, Lindholm, Carlo, Forbort, Clifton. And, you know, that's a, a tough pill to swallow, I'm sure, for Grizzlick. But it's a do-or-die situation for the Boston Bruins, and they can't afford to go with the player who quite simply hasn't been as good at 5-on-5. Five five. And it's not really as though Grizzlick has been performing when it comes to the power play either. Um... You know, in the postseason so far, he has uh, zero points. Only three shots on goal through five games. Uh, so that's really not going to cut it for a guy who is a puck moving, fairly effective offensive guy as well, you know. When Tory Crew left, a lot of people said, well, we have Grizzlick, he can just slot in there. Not really the case. He is an effective defenseman. Probably better than most people think. Uh, but if you want the best possible lineup, you have to go with Mike Riley for, uh, for game six here against the Carolina Hurricanes. Sorry, Grizz, but that's just the way it has to be. We'll talk more about this game here in a moment, but quick, first, a quick word about Athletic Greens. They have a product that you really need to know about. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's lifestyle friendly, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy-free, or gluten-free. 
Athletic Greens contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Support better sleep quality and recovery. Supports mental clarity and alertness. It's one of the things that just helps your overall well-being, and we all need that right now with our Bruins down in this first-round series. Right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop in a cup of water every day, that's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network. That's athleticgreens.com slash NHL Network to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. I want to thank you again for making Locked On Boston Bruins your first listen every day. The podcast is available on all podcast platforms as well as on YouTube. So please subscribe so that you never miss an episode. For your next uh, listen, check out the Locked On NHL Now podcast, which is a daily recap of the previous night's action from all our local hosts. One change that will not be made for tonight is in net. Jeremy Swayman will get his fourth consecutive start. Uh, He started with two wins at home in games three and four, suffered the loss Tuesday night in Carolina, Made 33 of 37, 33 saves on 37 shots. Uh, but he had two very strong performances at home, and uh, they're sticking with them. Overall, a 9 11 save percentage, uh, which far exceeds the numbers that Linus Ulmark posted in games one and two. In all fairness, the Bruins didn't show up in Game 5 as they didn't in Games 1 and 2. Um, but Swayman, very comfortable at home. He seems to feast on the energy of the home crowd. And um, again, Bruce Cassidy has said it time and time again this postseason, timely saves. That's been a big topic of conversation. And that's making the difference. You know, Antti Ranta made some timely saves early on on Brad Marchand, Chris Wagner in Game 5. And while the Bruins didn't get those timely saves, specifically the first goal that was scored on Jeremy Swayman, um, Cassidy wasn't putting the loss on him. And... They're banking on him replicating his game three and four performances. Now, it's not just on Swayman to save the day. Uh, The secondary scoring really needs to step up here as well. I talked about that the other day. You know, Brad Marchand, Patrice Bergeron predictably leading the way for the Boston Bruins. But... There certainly could be a bit more from David Pasternak, although he leads the team in shots with 30. He only got two goals on those 30 shots. Uh, So that shooting percentage hopefully will begin to rise 
as early as tonight. Um, Charlie Coyle has four points. That's the, you know, four points in five games. Certainly production that we would expect from him, maybe even on the high end from him. But they certainly need more from Taylor Hall. Three points through five games. Jake DeBrusque stuck on three points. Uh, Eric Howla only two points after finishing off the regular season pretty strong. And then guys really need to step up like Craig Smith, zero points so far this series. Nick Foligno has zero points this series. Thomas Nosick has zero points this series. Curtis Lazar, they're really getting nothing from the fourth line and most of the third line. Uh, and you need that depth scoring in order to uh, succeed in the playoffs. Will they bring Trent Frederick back in to try to spark the third line? You know, they had been playing pretty well uh, over the last half of the regular season, finding some chemistry. What they can't allow to happen or can't risk happening is inserting Frederick back into the lineup and he takes stupid penalties. The Bruins need to control the special teams battle in this game, limiting their penalties, taking advantage of their power plays uh, as they did in games three and four. And, you know, hopefully they can goad the Hurricanes into taking those extra minors and scrums. You know, I, I didn't talk about it yesterday, but the call on Derek Forbort when he was going in with Max Domi after the whistle the other night, the fact that it was only Forbort who was called and that led to the Hurricanes' second goal of the game, that was pivotal. And it should have been offsetting. You get the penalty only to Forbort, which hurts doubly because obviously the Bruins are down, but they're also losing their best penalty killer. So that kind of stuff can't happen in tonight's game. So that's a key for sure. Timely saves, secondary scoring. The top line will get away from the Jordan Stahl matchup, which vexed them in Carolina. Um, you know, there's a huge discussion about whether or not the Bruins can win a Game 7 in Carolina. If they get to that, we'll take it one game at a time here for tonight. It's a positive that they get the last change and can get away from those matchups. You know, based on how Games 3 and 4 went, I'm cautiously, not even cautiously optimistic. I am optimistic that the Bruins can force a Game 7. It's kind of reminiscent to me of the 2011 series against the Canucks. You know, the games in Vancouver that year were not as lopsided as the games in uh, Carolina have been for the Bruins. But, you know, they lose in Vancouver, games one and two, dominate games three and four at home, lose game five, push it to a game seven after another dominant performance on home ice. And then finally, they were able to break through in game seven. Hopefully, this follows that pattern.
but we'll see tonight. And uh, I you know I feel pretty good. And if you are feeling pretty good about it as well, want to put your money where your mouth is, you can visit Bet Online. Our partners there continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including NBA playoffs, Stanley Cup playoffs, Major League Baseball, UFC, even some NFL futures. Bet Online is your continued source for all sports wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at Bet Online, where the game starts. Now, for me, last night, I decided to largely stay off Twitter. Uh, Lauren was out with a friend, so I put the boys to bed, started a rewatch of Silicon Valley, uh, sat down with a book, and decided to flip over to the Rangers-Penguins game because the winner of that series will take on the winner of the Bruins and Hurricanes. A wild game. I picked the Rangers to win that series. I picked the Rangers to come out of the East. To be honest, not feeling great about that right now, but there could be a series-changing injury, and that is to Sidney Crosby. He took an elbow to the face from Jacob Truba and was unable to return to the game. He does have a history of concussions. He's still being evaluated, but if he's sidelined for this series, that certainly makes things more interesting from a Rangers perspective. And if it's a serious injury, then that could impact a second round series against the Bruins, possibly, or the Hurricanes. So that's something to keep an eye on uh, for sure. Elsewhere, I flipped over to the Capitals-Panthers game. Thought the Panthers were cooked. Talked about on Twitter, maybe it would have been better if they fell back to the second wildcard spot to take on the Panthers. But... They turned it on and took a series lead against the Capitals and looked more like the team that we thought they would be heading into the playoffs. And whoever wins between Toronto, Tampa, Game 6 goes tonight. Maple Leafs have a chance to move on. That second round series will be, will be pretty intense, no doubt. Anyways, I think that's it. Kind of a subdued episode here today. Kind of being a bit quiet because my wife was working upstairs. But, trying to be pretty positive about tonight's game. As you can tell if you're watching on YouTube, I switched up the hat for Game 6. Wearing a Guelph Nighthawks shirt, which is our local basketball team. But I'll... (sighs) I might go with a Rich Peverly jersey for tonight, to be honest. Actually, I'm going to be missing the first period, I think, because it's my first three-pitch game of the season. Not missing that. I missed last week's season opener due to COVID, but I'm out of protocols now. So I'll be watching my phone between innings, hopeful about wins for both. 
Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Quick show recommendation. Season 2 of Hacks just dropped on, or the first couple episodes anyways, dropped on HBO Max. Hilarious show. Uh, that I really enjoyed the first season. Check that out if you haven't already. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be around today on Twitter if you want to hit me up with any thoughts about tonight's game. Follow Locked NHL Bruins at ENC McLaren. And uh, thanks so much for checking out today's podcast. Listen to the Locked on NHL podcast as your second lesson today. Um, all the big stories from around the NHL from our local experts. We're in this together, friends. Positive vibes only. As friend of the podcast, Jillian Murphy would tweet. And yeah, let's get it going tonight. Let's force a game seven, Bruins. Let this not be the last game this season. Please, please, please.